0: Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Welcome again to Life Students Podcast. Uh, we're Right now we're in the middle of us. I say we're in the middle, we're towards the beginning. So this is good for you. Good news for you guys. There's a lot more episodes coming. Um, but we are in the Dangerous Prayers series, and uh, it's following after a reading plan, devotional plan on the YouVersion Bible app. By the way, if you do not have that Bible app... You need to go get it because there's a lot of translations and all kinds of cool stuff about it. No, this is not a paid ad. There are no paid ads on this podcast so that you guys can listen to it ad-free. Um, I'm I'm actually kind of annoyed at ads because everything you do know has ads on it. So, like, even playing Solitaire on your phone or on your computer, somehow, someway, there's an ad in there. You know? Uh <laughs> You know they are trying to get you to buy this stuff, or get this download this free app with uh, in app purchases. Yeah, no. So we don't do uh, the paid ads. We don't do ads here. But I will say, if you do not have the U version Bible app, it's on. It's available on Android and iPhone. If if you do not have it, download it because there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. You can highlight scriptures, take notes on scriptures. Uh, it is a tool that I use every day. In this Bible app, you can play uh, play the scripture out, so like, you can find your favorite translation and hit play. Um, I've even found a Hawaiian version of the Bible, which is awesome, and it is a treat if you want to go check it out. But anyways, we're going to go ahead and move on, and we are going into Dangerous Prayers, episode two. In this episode, we're talking about, it's titled, Your Will Be Done. You know, a lot of people, whenever they pray, they they sound like this. You know, Lord, I pray that you would move in my world, touch my world. I pray that you would give me that job. I pray that you would give me enough money so that I can buy the things that I want, so that I can do the things that I want. I want to, you know, they they pray for themselves. You know, they pray for themselves to be uplifted, themselves to be blessed, and yeah, we should we should pray for blessings. Yeah, you know we can pray for stuff like that, but not a lot of people pray. Your will be done anymore. You know that that prayer is dangerous. You know because when you say your will be done, God's like, okay, move your move your stuff out the way, and I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump in. You know I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna take control. You know you're basically giving god you know the uh the authority over your life at that point you're saying i don't care what i do tomorrow if i have any plans you shut those plans down and you 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 move into my world you touch me you know we talked about last week talking about the in in earth as it as it is in heaven and we i told you to take earth out and put you in there That's basically what we're talking about today. We're talking about in me as in heaven. You know, your will be done. Thy kingdom come in me as in heaven. The world that we live in today is a selfish one. You know, people, all they want is stuff that they can get. You know, what can I get out of it? You know, um, I've never really understood why people want to go to the world because that you don't get you literally get nothing out of it you know you might get a little bit of fun at first but then you become a slave to it and you know you're stuck out there and you feel like you're stuck you feel like you can't get back and that's how the world is it's a selfish place you know a lot of people and a lot of people just have that selfish mentality and they think that their their time is i mean your time is valuable but it's valuable to the right people you know the world don't care about you. That all they care about is um, they're get them getting their dollar, them getting theirs, and you losing out. You know, this is a dog eat dog world. You know, you know the the world is a selfish place. You know, um, but when you give it all to God, you know, whenever you come to church and you say, "God, it's." Not about me, but it is all about you. There's something different about selling out to God versus selling out to church because selling out to God, you get something back. Selling out to the, to the world, uh, you don't really get much. <laughs> you might get a couple dollars here and there, but then you'll lose them a couple dollars. And then you might get a little bit of fun here and there, but the fun ends at some point. And at some point is whenever you find out you're a slave to sin. But it's not about me. So we, we are planners, you know. I mean, some of us are planners. Some people just wake up one day, put on a pair of, pants, pair, pair of pants, put on their skirt, put on their shirt, wear a dress, whatever. And then they just go outside and they're like, hmm, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that. You know, and those are the people that I really don't like to hang around because I'm a planner, you know. I like to know what I'm doing, when I'm doing it. How long am going to be there? What time I need to show up? Which means what time I'm going to show up early? Because I like to show up early to everything. Um, you can ask Morgan. I hate being late; hate it so bad. But, anyways, we are all planners as humans. We plan. You know, we we at, by junior high. You have you know what college is. You know you know what work is and everything because you, your parents do it. You know. In high school, that's whenever you start deciding, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I want to do this, you know, and I think it's funny because like a lot of times you plan to do stuff like that. Like you plan to do this job and you've never done it in a day in your life, but you know, you still go and do it. But we, a lot of times we plan, you know, we plan uh, the next, where are you going to see yourself in the next five years? Where are you going to see yourself in the next 10 years? And then a lot of people, they write down lists, you know, I might be describing you. I may not be describing you because I know some people are list people. Some people are not list people. I'm not a list person. I am a planner, but I'm not a list person. You know, Morgan is a list person, but she's not a planner. <laughs> you know, I'm the planner. She's the list person. Um, but a lot of people, they write down their goals like, all right, by this age, I want to have a kid. By this age, I want to be married. By this age, I want to be graduating college. By this age, I want to be graduating with my doctorate degree and uh, in um, arts, you know, whatever. Uh, people, People plan, you know. You can go to college and be whatever you want to be and have whatever degree you want to have. But a lot of people, they just plan and plan and plan and plan because that's what we're That's what we've been told. That's what we've been taught. I'm not talking bad about college. I'm not talking bad about getting higher education. But what I am saying is, before we do any of that, before we make any big decision like that, you might want to pray first. You might want to ask God, hey, what do you have for me? You know, is this a part of your will? Is this what you want me to be? Do you want me to be a nurse? Do you want me to be... An engineer do you want me to not be any of that and jump into ministry somehow some way you know what if you what if god's plan for you after after high school is to immediately go into the missions field what if your plan is to immediately travel the roads and preach uh, across the country like brother fish you know what if you're like that and what if you you mess it up by stepping out of the will of god because you feel like you have to get your nursing degree so that you can make money you know it's not all about making money yeah yeah we need money to live we need money to uh pay bills and all that stuff but just don't get bills and you don't got to pay them it's a great idea you know don't finance nothing just buy everything cash you may not have the money today but you might tomorrow so um that's just a little quick bit you know um quick bit of information um but anyways when we say it's not about me, it's all about you, or your will be done. Either way, I love those songs. Whenever whenever that song comes on or comes on, I sound like an old person. Uh, <laughs> whenever that song is sung at church or whatever, and they're singing, you know, it's not a it's not about me. It's all about you. I'm just reminded of how lost we can get and how far how far away from the plan of God we can get just by planning our own life and, you know, getting busy with work and busy with um, all the other stuff. It, it just blows my mind that we do that. And it really brings me back to the place where I'm like, God, if I'm st- if I've stepped out of your will, if I've stepped out of what you have for me, you know, bring me back. Draw me back. Whatever I got to do, whatever I got to sacrifice, bring me back to that place because I want to be in your will. Um, and whenever you pray that prayer, everything changes because God starts putting, he, he cracks his knuckles. He's like, you know, I already cracked my knuckles. Otherwise I'd put it in here, but you know what I mean? But God, he gets to work. He starts working on your behalf. He starts sending you places. He starts nudging you in certain areas. He starts waking you up in the middle of the night and praying. He might call you in a prayer, um, before school, after school, before work or after work, or even during work or during school, you know, he might call you to prayer. I'm not saying, okay. I mean, it is what it is. If God calls you, he calls you, you know, the flesh isn't going to tell you to do something that is spiritual. You know, God's going to call you wherever, whenever. Um, I've had, I've prayed for people at work. I've stopped what I was doing. And I said, Hey, let me pray for you. And I've prayed with them. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's serious you know and whenever you obey God like that he he knows he can trust you and he will he'll add more to you he'll give you something else he'll let you he'll let you work for the kingdom he'll he'll elevate you to a place where you can be more used but the most dangerous prayer you can pray is one that isn't practiced we don't have practice giving up our will we don't have practice i mean a lot of people they sound great praying, like, "Oh God, how be Thy name?" You know, or they they have like these big words that they throw in there. Man, I don't know any big words. You you can listen to every one of my podcasts, and I might use like one big word, and that's just to be funny. You know, I I don't use big words. I I use dummy words. Like I'm down to earth. You know, I don't I don't have to. I don't want to sound. I don't need to sound eloquent. That's one big word. That's a that's the word right there, man. But anyways, I don't usually use big words, especially whenever I'm praying. You know, a lot um, a lot of times what I will do is I'll quote scripture. But even even whenever I'm quoting scripture or or anything like that, I'm talking to God like I'm talking to to you guys or to a friend of mine or somebody that um, I'm seeking advice from. Like you know, hey. You know what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You know this, that. Where do I go? What do I do? Point me in the direction. Show me what to do. You know, um, that's that's the way that I pray. I've heard people say that they drive down the road and they talk to him like he's in the passenger seat. But there's different ways to actually approach God. You know, there's there's a we all have we all have this where we can walk boldly into His presence, into His throne room. And know, knowing that we're going to receive a word and knowing that we're going to receive something out of it, we can do that. You know, we have that ability to walk into his presence boldly and say, All right, God, I'm not leaving until this gets done. You know, I'm not leaving until you touch me. I'm not leaving until this is resolved. And there's some ter- sometimes that that is needed. There's other times where it's just your daily devotional. You know, there's other times where you have to walk in there and you you have you take authority over the situation because you have the power. You have the p- listen. So one thing that we have over the angels is that we are created in the image of God. We our words have power. We have power over those situations and over those things. We have power to command angels to move on our behalf. Think about that. You know, we have that same power to be able to do that. And you're, you're probably listening now and you're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I can't just be like, hey, angels, go do this. Hey, angels, go get me some burger, you know, from burger I need my burgers, you know. That, they're not going to do something stupid. But, yes, you do have authority and you do have the power to command angels. But all of that power does not require you to use practiced prayers. You know, like prayers that you're like, mm, I'm going to write this down. Oh, that sounds good." Hollywood. That is a good word, you know. I've seen it several times in uh on the screen whenever they're singing Hollywood, you know, or holy, you know, or uh other other words like eloquent, you know. That word. I've I've used that before. I re- um uh, I like I always read the Torah. It's another big word. Uh or not big word, but it's just a different word that not many people use, but I, I like to read the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. I like to read it, read that over and over. And one of my favorite parts and really helps me out a lot is uh, when Moses is saying, You know, I'm not eloquent in speech, you know, I'm slow in speech, and uh, I'm, I stutter a lot. And I've, I used to edit it out of these podcasts, but I leave it in there now because that's, that's who I am. You know, if you're listening to me live, that's what I do sometimes. I, I'll stip and stutter over my words, and I just did it then because I don't know what words to say at the moment, um, and I pause a lot. Uh, but I, I, whenever God called me, I didn't really feel like I was able to do that job because I wasn't—I didn't feel eloquent enough. And reading the story of Moses is just awesome, you know. Um, he really cared about the people. And at, at the beginning, he wanted to do something for God. He said he said, you know, he, he wanted to do something for God. And um, he whenever he encountered the burning bush, God's like, hey, go do this. And he's like, Man, I ain't good enough. How many of us have been there? You know, especially even like even now, listening to this podcast, listening to the Your Will Be Done podcast, this uh this series, this episode, and you're thinking, yeah, your will be done, you know, I'm on fire for this, but but when God calls you, will you accept it? You know, if, if you say today, God, I want to do whatever you want me to do. I don't have any more plans. You make those plans for me. I want my plans to be your plans. I want to seek after your heartbeat. What if we did that and God said, All right, I want you to go witness to that person across the hall at school and you're like, Well, um, you know, they're a loser. You know, I I mean and also I can't really talk that good. Garrett Hill cannot talk that good. <laughs> you know, I'm not good at talk. I mean, I'm I'm okay with talking to people. I can come up with a good conversation with uh somebody, but I'm still not that great, you know, and I still have those times where I'm like, Man, I'm not that good, you know, I'm not I'm not very good at that and I'll knock myself down and I might I might knock myself out of the will if I do that. Because God when you pray that prayer, expect to be used. Be ready to be used. Whatever God's got for you, he's got he's got it for you for a reason. You know, don't shy away from the call of God. Don't shy away from those things because God chose you specifically to do that job. God chose you at that time to be used. You might go talk to you might you might just talk to one person. Just be thankful it's not ten thousand people, and God might call you to talk to ten thousand people after you talk to that one person. But you've got to do something for God. You've got to work for God. You've got to do something to bless His kingdom, because He blesses you. We can't ask for how can how in the world are we going to ask for blessings, ask for miracles and stuff like that if we won't even put in the work for God and do some do something for God. You know, I I feel bad if I ask somebody for help if I won't even help them you know what I mean that just don't sound right you know that you know what that sounds like the selfish world the selfish mentality the selfish people of this world that's what that sounds like and I don't want to be that way and this I'm gonna I'm gonna read this little excerpt from the from the devotional because I thought it was awesome uh and it really relates Jesus didn't challenge others to leave their own wills behind. He too lived a dangerous life. He touched lepers, he showed grace to prostitutes, and he stood bravely in the face of danger. Then he told us that we that we could do what he did and more. Everybody remembers that. Everybody knows, you know, he said that we would do do the miracle, do those same miracles that he did and more. And That's why we can't settle for simply asking God to bless our food or to be with us today. You know, a lot of us, a lot of people, their morning prayer is, be with me today. I mean, cool. What else? You know, what else can you you pray for? There's tons of things that you can pray for in the mornings. There's tons of things that you can pray for whenever you enter into a state of prayer. You know, you can pray, your will be done. W- your, your will be done in me. Let your will be done. Let me find the purpose for today. Let me find the reason that I am awake today. Let me find the reason that there is breath in my body today. We've got to move into a place where we can pray dangerously. These, these dangerous prayers are dangerous for a reason. It's because it pulls us out of our comfort zone and it gets us moving. And it might be something that we intended not to actually do, but God intended it for us. So I think that this first, okay, so this is the second episode. I think that this second episode, Your Will Be Done, sets the tone for the rest of this series. And I hope that you take this and that you apply it to your prayer life. Your will be done in me as in heaven. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining in this week. Um, like I said, there's more episodes coming for the Dangerous Prayer series. Share this episode with somebody that feels, that you feel like needs it. And in the meantime, pray dangerously. We can't afford to live to live our own will, but we need to live in His will. So anyway, guys, keep on listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts.